Mike Castle's backyard is full of life. Chickens bustle around an enclosed coop. They're dual purpose breeds, but so the boys usually go into the stock pot and uh, the girls get to live for quite a while and make eggs. And then if they get sick of making eggs, then they make chicken soup for us. A few vegetables start to sprout in a 60 by 120 foot garden. Yeah, in general, we're growing potatoes and sweet potatoes and tomatoes and peppers and onions and garlic and beets and carrots and cabbage and broccoli. A small orchard will produce fruit later this year and Hassel will forage for nuts and berries and venison. A maple syrup shack just closed for the season. Next to it, three carefully constructed towers of chopped wood will heat his home. Hassel is a homesteader. Homesteading is, it's kind of like living a little closer to nature, uh, knowing where your food comes from. Kind of like Laura Ingalls Wilder, only with appliances and tractors now. He and his wife try to live as sustainably and self-sufficiently as possible. See, my motivation for doing this was uh, probably resilience and just feeling like I'm doing my own taking care of, or we're taking care of ourselves. Hassel wasn't always a homesteader, though. He started out just by harvesting syrup from the maple trees in his yard. Then he started foraging, too. And over time, these small projects became a lifestyle. Seven and a half years ago, Hassel and his wife left their jobs in the city to homestead full-time. The goal is just to keep doing this, just work if we have to, but try to live really inexpensively by heating ourselves, feeding ourselves, and doing all that. And the couple are not alone in their desire to live off the land. Since moving to northern Wisconsin, Hassel says they've met dozens of people with similar aspirations. Many are their neighbors. And just within a half a mile of our house, I think there's these three homesteads. The number of people interested in gardening and raising chickens and foraging motivated Hassel to start a homesteading club four years ago. Hundreds of people have signed up. For the population of this area, I'd have 200 people on an email list. I think that that kind of says that there's a fair number of homesteaders. Homesteading has experienced a revival in parts of the U.S. It dates back to the Homesteading Act of 1862, when the federal government granted 160 acres of land to anyone willing to live off that land for at least five years. At the time, it was an effort to populate Western territory. Now, modern homesteaders partake in many of the same activities as long-ago pioneers. But Hassel says homesteading today doesn't have to take an all-or-nothing approach. Now, it's less of a necessity to survive and more of a way to stand up to overconsumption in a return to self-sufficiency. It's hard to change the world as one person. But if you're sustainable and other people find ways to do their things sustainably and that spreads, then... That's great, sustainability for all. At the same time, if you're resilient or off-grid or, you know, taking care of your own needs, now that, on a community and regional scale, that means as a whole we're less dependent on the natural gas pipes working and and food getting shipped, you know, through a port or something like that. So it it we do it for both reasons, and both reasons feed together and help all of Oneida County or Rhinelander or the Northwoods be more 
more stable. For WXPR's We Live Up Here, I'm Erin Gottsacker in Rhinelander.